Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 200th episode of All Cued Up. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, what we do here is we review shows on a streaming service. Um, but with the 200th episode around, like with, with it here, uh, we're going to review two things, obviously, but we're going to be doing a few other things. Um, one I'm not really excited about, Maya. If you listen to last week's episode, episode 199, we talked about the summer movie wager. That is a game that we've played. Uh, haven't played for the past two years because of the pandemic, but uh, we like playing it. Go back and listen to that episode to know how to do it, or go to one of our social media accounts to see the the rules and the listing. It's it's a whole thing. But in 2019, I lost. And the agreement was that I had to eat something I don't want to eat that Maya comes up with. Would I've you like created, to tell <laughs> I've created Appalachian poutine. Um, you know, you're, I'm sure you're familiar with poutine. Also, hey, um, if you're familiar with poutine, it's French fries, cheese curds, and gravy. Usually brown gravy. Usually. Yeah. And and I've never had it myself, but I hear it's a delight. And I was like, well, like an Appalachian version of that since, you know, what's really nasty? I was like, raw oysters are pretty fucking nasty. And initially I thought mountain oysters. Um, if you're not familiar with mountain oysters, those are testicles. But I wasn't going to ask Greg to eat testicles. So the next best thing was... know where to find them. Well, they're usually down in between the legs. Um. <laughs> People who are just listening to this couldn't see my reaction to that comment, but... Oh, God. I could know it. It was funny. Um, but yeah, so I was like, hmm, smoked oysters. That's good and nasty. And we'll do uh, cheese curds and oysters and brown gravy. And then we'll do like a hot pepper on it of some sort. And I wanted to do a Carolina Reaper. Greg wasn't able to find a Carolina Reaper, but he's got something that's pretty much basically straight diesel fuel in hot sauce form. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. This and that's is, it's getting worse. And that's the bomb hot sauce that is popular on the YouTube show hot ones where celebrities come in and eat the 10 wing challenge. And it's always spot number eight. And it's the one that sets everybody on fucking fire. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to play a little video and I hope the audio quality comes through. And if it doesn't, we'll have a link to the video where you can see too. Uh, but the audio should come through. Um, of Greg mixing up this concoction that he is going to be eating in just a few short moments. Uh, so let me add it to the screen. And yes, here we go. Now I'm going to press play. Okay, well, let's start making this monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, if anyone's curious, that's what they look like. Fucking, ugh. Don't make bets, people. It's not worth it. Okay, is this gonna stink? 
Oh, I'm immediately grossed out. Need to drain it. Oh my god. Dad. So it's blue cheese that I'm putting on top of it. Stop laughing. Oh my god, the blue cheese makes it worse. Oh, it smells like fucking feet. It smells like full-on feet and bad taint. Like, it is, oh, nothing about this is good. Maya, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let me grab. Well, where are the toothpicks at? Oh, back here. Oh. All right. Let's get some bomb on it because fuck me. Does this shit even pour? It does. That might be, oh my god, I can't get over it. Like, it's, like, hovering over it. I'm like, oh, that smells like somebody didn't take a shower and they like feet. Oh. And then the pizza do resistance. Let me do it this way for the camera. Okay. And there's your fucking spicy redneck poutine. Now I have to eat this. Which we're going to stop this video so you can watch me eat it. Go ahead and it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So, Greg, that was taking what about? Oops. Wrong button. There we go. You did that what about a half an hour ago? Uh, Yeah, give or take. So it's just been. I'm putting Don't it all in this up. It's gonna be worse. This clamshell is gonna be way worse. Oh, dude. Hold on. Let me. Let me see if I can do this. Get all that out of the way over here. Trash can, right here. All right. I'm putting you over here and me uh, over here. Go. That way we can see you on the large. Mix it up really well. You want to get all of it together. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No. I genuinely don't know if I can do this. Like, <laughs> it stinks so bad. It's going to hit my fucking tongue and it's going to go into the trash can immediately. Like, I mean, you don't have to eat the whole thing, but you got to eat one bite. So, oh, make it a good I, one. I, yeah, no, no, no. That wasn't going to happen to begin with. So, okay. All right. I got an oyster. 
I got some blue cheese and some hot sauce and brown gravy. That's all I need. Those four ingredients in my mouth. Here we go. <laughs> you gotta swallow it. No. You can't swallow it. <laughs> oh God. It's so hot too. Oh, oh my god. Swallow it. Nope. I told you it wasn't gonna happen. I hate oysters. Oh, oh my god, it's so hot. My mouth is on fire. Oh no. Woo! It's like the packy one chip challenge all over again, except you put shit in your mouth. Oh goodness. All right, let me scoot up here, make some adjustments. Switch back and I got some on my shirt. Uh, All right. Whew. There's a way to start off an episode. Uh, imagine somebody, this is somebody's first episode. I'm sure it's going to be somebody's first episode. Uh, oh fuck! It's still hot. Mouth is still on fire. Oh. So, so the bomb is it hotter than the one chip challenge? Uh huh. Oh okay. Oh yeah. My met limb. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's a reason that that one breaks everybody. Holy shit! <sighs> Sorry, everybody. You have to give me a minute. Oh. While Greg's recovering, <clears throat> I just want to show everybody something. Oh, be right back. You just scoot right over here. Oh. Why do I do these things? Why do I? Well, this one because you lost a bet. Oh. Hey, guys, if you want to join the summer movie wager, you don't have to do this. It's just for fun. Kind of. There's a prize. Uh, there's three prizes, actually, that you can choose from if you win. Oh, God, I got more in my hand. Oh. Holy shit. Hi, buddy. Say hello to Barbatos. Hi, Barbatos! He just woke up from a nap. Yeah, he he's, is a, he's a floofy little boy, and he's eight and a half weeks old, almost nine weeks old, and he's like, ah, I don't want to be on camera. Got him Friday, and he's getting used to us. Aren't you, pal? Aren't you? All right. Tell him bye. Tell him bye. Bye, Barbatos. There you go. Get in your basket. <laughs> oh, my God. 
starting to subside very slowly. Subslide. Well, that's good. That's good. You want it to subslide. You just subslide for mine. I hate this. Uh, okay. I need some gum, everybody. Ugh. It's gonna snow. I gotta wait until the pain goes away. It's gonna make it worse. Uh, all right. So, what we're gonna do today is uh, talk about episode, the penultimate episode of Moon Knight, episode five, and uh, episode um, five also of which is halfway through the season of Halo. But also, um. Just kind of reminisce over the past, you know, uh, few years of doing this. And, you know, 200 episodes is a milestone. Um, had, we've had a lot of, you know, I'll put it this way. Maya and I are not the same people we were when we started this podcast. Some literally, some figuratively. <laughs> figuratively. I'm not even a whole person anymore. That's true. I don't have my leg on. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a finger. Um like on the You gotta screen. see it when I put googly eyes on it and shit. <laughs> uh oh my god, that sucks so much, dude. Oh so bad. I used to have I used to have two whole legs. As you can see, I've only got about four inches of me, uh four inch, four inches of shim below my knee. I also have four inches down there. Wait, um, was that joke too much? Well, yeah, about three too much. Well, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, let's get through the reviews and then we can just uh, kind of you know reminisce and talk and bullshitty shit. What do you say? All right, I need to pull up a um. I need to pull up a synopsis. Oh, okay. I haven't well, done that yet. We'll do Halo Sorry. first, by the way. Oh my yeah. god, the burp. I didn't I didn't think I swallowed any. I apparently did because that burp was straight up oyster. Ooh. Oh, dude, so bad. Ooh, that's that's awesome. For what me, not for you. Up? I mean, I've had a wonderful week. I'm doing a hell of a lot better than you're doing right now. Yeah. It's funny. My parents were like, why Why are you doing this? I was going to say, I was like, entertainment value mostly. If it's funny, like, I used to film jackass type bits. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um. All right. But, oh shit. Sorry, everybody. We're a little less prepared than we thought we'd be, but hey, that, that's the thing. We wing it every week. Um, Have since day one. Yeah. And I think that just adds to our charm. I hope so. I mean, we try to be professional. Professional. Well, I, in... I've always looked at it this way. Like, what do you want to see? People that have a really high production value and have everything ready to go. Or two dudes having a conversation. 
Um, by the way, I use dude as a general neutral term. Um, well, Ed said it best in Good Burger. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Okay. Uh, but um, we just we want to talk about the shows we enjoy. That was the the beginning of this. That was the end of this. Like we, I, I found out that Maya liked watching the same shit I do, and I was like, oh, we could make this. Like I've been wanting to do a podcast like this for a while. It was really funny. Uh, we'll, we'll you know we'll get to that later. Anyway, uh. Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, do you have the synopsis up for Halo, for episode five of Halo? I do, I do, and I'm just gonna give it a quick read and rundown, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, on Madrigal, uh, the episode was titled "Reckoning," by the way. And sorry if I'm off screen. I had to, you know, I could swivel the camera around, but I'll be back on it in a minute. Um. On Madrigal, Soren restrains Quan while he tries to find a way off the planet. But Quan frees herself and sneaks up on uh, Soren and knocks him unconscious and steals his pistol and the vehicle that he had returned with. And that's pretty much the extent of what happens on Madrigal. Uh, Quan is fucking annoying. (laughs) Just putting that out there. You know what's again, and and I've stated this before. That's an entirely new story to Halo. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. But yeah, they've really like. I didn't care much about her story per per se. I'm starting to care about it even less, and I'm starting to want Soren to fucking try to cash in on the bounty on her head. Um, on a redness too. The UNSC is preparing to secure uh, the artifact and take it back to Reach. Uh, as they are testing the artifact, it releases a they, it releases a sonic boom that alerts McKee and the Covenant. Uh, they've been searching for it on Madrigal, uh, searching for its true location, and she was able to detect it from you know, however far Madrigal is from Aridness. Yeah. But they now know where it's at. Uh, As Master Chief continues to question his past, he touches the artifact, has clear memories of Halsey and O&I troops uh, kidnapping him as a child and replacing him with a flash clone of himself. And because of this, he was furious and he tried to attack Halsey in a rage but Cortana disabled him using their mental link. She cut off his neural link, uh, neural bridge, as she stated. He awakens and contemplates this newfound knowledge. Uh, and as he is mulling that over, Covenant Corvette arrives and launches a surprise attack on the UNSC mission using a combination of ground forces and aerial support. Despite the efforts of the UNSC and Silver Team, they suffer heavy casualties. Kai is severely wounded, and the Covenant successfully retrieves the artifact from Aridness 2 and withdraw. And as the Covenant Corvette escapes the planet, a single drop pod drops down from the Corvette, which Master Chief investigates, and as he approaches the pod, he finds McKee. And that's where the episode ended. Um, a lot of action. 
I was going to say, I want your thoughts on it before I get into the whole, like, me being a longtime fan. Okay. Um, really enjoyed it. I mean, it was a shorter length episode. I think it was only like 41 minutes with credits, 42. Uh, so, you know, it was about 15 minutes shorter than the normal run. Um, but it went by really quickly. Yeah. Uh, especially because almost half of it was the battle. Uh, not not entirely half, but, you know, there were a couple of things that happened that this synopsis didn't write up, like uh, Miranda Keys being taken off the project, uh, you know, uh, her interaction with her parents, uh, because, you know, her parents, one of them is the captain, uh, Master Chief's commanding officer, and the other one is Halsey. Um, so, yeah, you see a little bit of that dynamic. You see Kai reveal to Master Chief, not directly, but he he sees her behavior and how she's acting, sees her hair, and she says, yeah, I took out my pellet after I saw you take out yours, uh, which he says, you're grounded from the mission. Go back to the ship and wait there until we get back to reach you're confined to ground she's not happy about that um but yeah then the battle happens and everything and it was just like whoo lots of fun a lot of fun that battle had me super giddy like uh it was awesome it was straight up awesome like the way that master chief handles business is very much Halo. Like, that is the fucking video game in a nutshell. Uh, the way that, uh, uh, like, him taking over the Warthog that the Grunt tried to drive. Yeah. I've sort of done that shit. <laughs> uh, like, Because you can do it, you can you can take over warthogs in the game. Like you can just yeah, yeah. hijacking hijacking warthogs. And uh, but there's also other like you kind of saw the banshees in this, the flying covenant ships, the like short, mm-hmm. the smaller ones, the one the that smaller like on one to. man that he jumped onto the one man. Ones. Yeah, like I remember saying when he jumped onto it, like hijack it, take out the you know the elite that's in there, because that's what you would do in the game. Um, it's an automatic thing. Like when you go to hijack something, you just take, you just kick the other person out. Like there's nothing uh, the other person can do about it. One thing um, about that before he took over the warthog, when the gunner of the warthog got taken out by that needler weapon, oh, that, yeah, yeah. Was, that was fucking cool. I said to my dad, the second that happened, I was like, that's what a needler does. <laughs> um, because they showed the needler like last episode, and yeah, yeah, Cal uh, was talking about it with her enthusiasm and everything. Yeah, did uh, you see it in action? Is like, ooh, shit, needler, yeah, they're gnarly. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just awesome. Like it was really fucking cool. I, the the direction that they're still going that's that's different than the games is one hundred percent like the artifact and master chief's connection to it that's not how that worked in the game but the 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 good side to this is um i don't know what's happening like 
I know part of it. I have an idea, but I don't know what's happening next. And I would prefer that over knowing everything that's going to happen. Make sense? Yes, absolutely. 100%. I know fuck all about what's happening. I just know that it's fucking fun. Um, Yeah. We actually see a sliver of humanity from Halsey. (laughs) I'm, you know, that's actually one thing I'm really happy with this show is that's, that's something they're absolutely keeping from the games that are, I guess the original lore, the game lore, because it doesn't, it doesn't say it in the games, but Halsey is a terrible person. Straight the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been made abundantly clear that she gives no fucks about anything. Right. But that's something that exists in the books and like other outside of, of the games. And here, here I, I keep saying games, but the problem that I have with saying games is that the games have extra lore within them, like things you can pick up and read. Yeah. All of those things talk about her being a fucking war criminal, essentially. And the show, this show is doing an excellent job of showcasing that. And I was like, I was so happy that was the case. So, which is weird to say. Like, I'm, I'm glad this character is is being treated as you know the terrible person they are. But you know, it'd just be weird I mean, to make her like a fucking major hero. She, yeah, you know, she reminds me of who? No, nah, I'm not even going to make the comparison. No, but uh, to actually compare it to somebody we've seen before, uh, the guy from Jurassic Park that created the park and replicated and recreated the dinosaurs, except she oh. doesn't have a fucking conscience. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about um, the guy that's like in the background of every single movie and he's the one, he's the problem with everything. Like, not, not, uh, not the guy that spared no expense in the first fucking movie, but you're talking about the fucking, um, I want to say bioengineer, but I don't think that's right. Anyway, yeah. I was, I was like, I'm trying to figure out which character you're talking about. That's all. The 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 Colonel Sanders. Oh, because <laughs> you're, talk, you're talking about, oh, Jesus. Because um, I don't think that he's the bad guy. No, I don't see him as a bad guy. I'm just saying she's like him, but with no fucking conscience. Because what I was going to say was there is a guy in the first movie. He's also in like Jurassic World and I think Jurassic Park 2. But uh, he is the guy that basically created the the concept of using frog DNA. Um. He's an Asian guy, and I can't think of his fucking name for the life of me. But he's he's in the background of everything Jurassic Park related, and he's the one that Halsey reminds me of because he's a, an absolute monster. That's what I okay. thought you were talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. Which I would, I totally agree. Like he, like that's Halsey in a fucking nutshell. She, like you said, she doesn't care about anybody else. She doesn't care about life. Um, She's she, manipulative extremely manipulative this is gonna sound really bad but you know who she really reminds me of those stories that we've read and heard about uh those uh medical nazis that would do whatever they could to experiment ah yeah 
Well, that was made apparent in episode two. Oyster. Or it's just oyster in my mouth. You I can't get more. You want more, right? Mm. Totally. Give me more. 100%. Okay. The smokiness. How's that? How's that? It's like if a fish was left out in the sun for two days and then put into a smoker. No, I take that back. It's like if a fish was left out in the sun for two days and then someone used that liquid smoke on it. That's how that's how that's the flavor that it that it exudes. So you like it? No. Oh. Okay. Like no. It's like if someone so, yeah. didn't wash their crotch and then poured liquid smoke on it, it was like go down on me. Speaking from personal experience, are you? No. No, because I'd be going... Uh, back to Halo. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Like it was, like you said, it was short. It kind of... It just, it just rounded off a lot of things. Uh, so there was one thing in the episode that I didn't want to mention to you. Because I knew they were going to show it, but I wasn't sure when. That big-ass, ugly motherfucker that dropped down and hit him with... Oh, a, the big dude that hit him with the hammer. Those are brutes. They're literally called... They're called brutes. I don't remember their alien name, but I remember the way that I described them to Dad. I was like, more bipedal gorillas. Like, that's what they remind me of in the games. Well, they very reminiscent of a gorilla in their structure. Yep. Uh, especially the large head, the uh, squat legs, but the large arms, thick, massive torso. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell if the item he had was a gravity hammer or if it was just a mace. Regardless, um, if it's just a mace, that really showcases how strong these motherfuckers are. I do not like... Uh, brutes. I hate fighting brutes. They are a pain in the ass. Like in game lore, uh, brutes were the prophets like head guys. They were the ones that were sent down first. They handled business and then they did something and fucked up so bad that then the elites were then put in place. The Singili. Oh. Um, and then Halo 1 happened and that was a whole other can of worms. But because they didn't exist, like you didn't see them in the first Halo game. They didn't show up until Halo you know, 2. I opened up a can of worms the other day and they just sat there. They didn't really do anything. There was no excitement, no drama. I was like, okay, why is everybody always saying you don't want to open that can of worms? I don't what, get it. Genuinely curious as to how that came about. Uh, can of worms meaning uh see this is the kind of shit that happens we get sidetracked why do we say, can of say worms? the exact origin of the phrase is not commonly known but general consensus traces back to the fifth the 1950s in the united states and a literal can of worms fishermen used to sell sealed metal cans of earthworms as opposed to plastic containers of styrofoam of cups today that makes sense so 
if you were to open a can of worms, not like a container of worms, and take, like, let's say, you know, you have the can of worms, the worms are going to try to eventually get out. Because you can't really seal it back up. So opening a can of worms would literally mean that you would have to use them quickly. It would be a process versus a styrofoam where you could put a lid back on and not have to worry about it. That makes sense? Because earthworms are going to try to get out. Like there's that's not, not going to just sit there forever, but you're right. Earthworms just sit there for the most part. Take another bite. No, come on. Absolutely not. No, it's not happening. My stomach already hurts. My stomach already hurts. Well, is there anything else you want to add about this episode? Because really, you know, unless we broke no, it down just, scene by scene, you know, we're given a loose overview of it, you know, and half of it was battle. Yeah, I'm just ex- I'm excited to see where episode six goes because like I like I've said a thousand times, I don't know where this is gonna end. I don't know kind of where they're going. They're they're borrowing quite a bit from the books and the lore, but they're changing it uh enough to be its own thing. So um I'm genuinely really, really curious as to the next step. You know, uh, it's 10 episodes total and we still have yet to see a halo. So nine episodes, nine. Why do I keep saying 10? Cause it used to left. be 10 and they shortened it to nine. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give the episode a fucking a plus. Like it, it got, like it got me really good. Like I was fucking stoked with the battle at the end. Like it was like everything about it. I was, I was really happy with. So a plus for me. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I mean, you know, it was very to the point. Um, you see a little bit more memory uh, flashback from Master Chief. Um, you see the results of him acting on his emotions. You see him reining his emotions in and becoming all business during the heat of battle. Uh, so that was all cool to see that. And then the battle itself was just fucking cool. It was awesome. I love seeing, you know, fucking halves of aliens crawling and then stopping because they're bleeding out and just, you know, limbs flying and faces splattering and cool stuff. One of the interesting things about the games, by the way, is that Master Chief is never covered in blood, let alone an enemy blood. Like it just doesn't—it doesn't happen. I think because of graphics and stuff like that at the time. But even in the new game, it's not a thing. So seeing that was a visceral. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that's a oh boy. <laughs> oh. You reminded me when you were talking about like seeing, you know, Master Chief get it down dirty on that scene. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I wanted yeah. to that. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, all right. So yeah, um, if you ain't watching Halo, you're missing out. That's all I'll say to that. Absolutely. Um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to uh episode five of Moon Knight. Um, the penultimate <sighs> episode to season one. Wow, uh, that was a head. loaded, loaded episode. 
Let me tell you. Yeah, it was sad and revealing. And oh, it was absolutely sad, and it hit close to home in a couple of ways for me. Oh yeah, um, I imagine that. Very abusive household. Uh, yeah. All right, so the show opens up. This episode is called Asylum. Uh, it shows with Mark. He's sitting. Uh, he's shifting back and forth between two different realities, arguing with the therapist version of Dr. Harrow and interacting with Stephen and the uh, Egyptian goddess Tawaret. Uh, she explains that Mark and Stephen are dead and that the psych ward they're actually in is inside her boat that's sailing through the Duat which is the Egyptian underworld. Um, she takes, she reaches in and takes their hearts. And she's like, I've got to weigh your hearts. And if the scales balance, uh, if your hearts balance the scales with this feather, then you can enter the field of reeds, which is paradise. And you can spend the eternity in paradise. But, when she weighed their hearts, she's like, they're incomplete. They're not going to balance. You two need to figure out why it's imbalanced. And she's like, all your memories are inside there. Go. And she sends them back inside the boat. Uh, they go across various rooms. They find a room full of criminals that Mark had killed on Conchu's orders. Uh, Stephen sees a uh, a memory where a young Mark and his younger brother Randall were trapped in a flooding cave, which led to Randall drowning and Mark's mother blaming him for his brother's death and just was absolutely horrible to him. Um, Mark shows Stephen how he became Conchu's avatar. Um, There was another memory that of of Mark. Stephen was trying to see several memories of Mark that Stephen was trying to see, and he couldn't see them. Um, Mark was like, "No, you don't need to see that. You don't need to see that. Let's just go. I don't want to go through that again. Let's go. You don't need to see it at all." And Stephen, being Stephen and being insistent. Uh, he, he finally gets through and he sees how their mother treated Mark. Um, she basically became a drunk, um, treated him with nothing but absolute contempt, uh, disdain, disgust. Anytime she was in his presence, she would let it be known how she felt. Yeah. Um, and then when he would retreat from her, she would beat him. And you finally see one scene where Stephen breaks it. He goes into the room with Mark. And he sees that she's trying to get in trying to get in and 
Mark's sitting on the floor. He's like, it's not mom. It's not mom. It's not mom. And all of a sudden, his eyes roll back in his head. And that's when Stephen emerges for the first time. He's like, oh, bloody hell, look at this room. Mom's going to be chuffed. I got to clean up, you know. And he's starting to uh, clean and everything. And then that's when she gets the door open and grabs a belt and starts wailing on him. Thankfully, you don't see the violence of the parent abusing the child. Uh, but yeah, that fucking hit home hardcore. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that's one of the things that you know I've I've learned over the past couple of years about DID is it's it's that kind of extensive trauma that causes one to create alters. Um. Like, usually when someone creates an altar, they create it at that age, roughly. And it's to 100% protect them. It's 100% to guard them from the awfulness that they're they're dealing with. Um, and learning that Mark watched his brother die, and then the contempt from his own mother, and then... Um, uh, the 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 beating he was about to receive for seemingly no reason. You know he had to create Stephen, and it's it was heartbreaking. It was legitimately heartbreaking to see. But this is the reality of DID. You know, and yep. so, but. It gets sadder from there, too, folks, like this episode. It really does. It really does. Uh, you see that Stephen comes to the realization that his mother's dead. You know, who he thought he's been talking to every day, he realized nobody's talked back. Um, and then one of the memories that he was trying to access that he didn't know what it was, he didn't recognize, was that of a drunken Mark standing outside of his parents' home and not being able to go inside and walking off. <clears throat> and it's about this time they realize, you know, or that's when Mark confesses, you know, I created you so you wouldn't have to live through all of this. I gave you the normal life, the happy life. I went through the shit. You didn't have to go through it. This is why I didn't want you to see these memories, because you have this memory of mom and you have this idea and she wasn't these things. I didn't want you to see that. And they come to, like, an agreement of sorts. You know, they, they, they see everything through each other's eyes now, in right. a sense. And then they realize, oh, shit, we're at the gates of Osiris. We got to get our scale. We got to get our hearts to balance on the scale or else we're going to be trapped in the underworld here in this desert with the fucking undead. And then they have to start fighting off undead while they're still coming into the gates. 
pardon me, while they're still coming into the gates of Osiris. <clears throat> and you see Mark get overwhelmed, and Stephen was like, you've got this, you've got this. He's like, wait a minute, I'm you. That means I've got this too. And you see him pick up a baseball bat, and he starts taking out these undead sand golems. And at the, uh, they, they're rejoicing, and then one comes up and grabs Mark from behind, and Stephen's like, no, this isn't happening, and sacrifices himself to save Mark, and the scales balance. And as they're balancing, Stephen is trying to walk and catch the boat. He's yelling, wait but his speech is slowing down. His movements come to almost a complete stop and he's reaching out and he just slowly turns to nothing but sand. And the last thing to change is his right eye. And it was just like, oof. and then, um, then the scales balance and Mark turns around. He's in the field of reeds and here's this beautiful music playing. And that's how the episode ended. It, Holy it, shit. This this show does the perfect balance of answering a fuck ton of questions and then creating... And then giving you a bunch and, more. Like, cool. We got a bunch of cool backstory of 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 uh of of, of Mark and we got we got how Steven was created. We got all this rat shit. I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. And then immediately going, wait, is Mark actually dead? Like, did did or not Mark, but Stephen? Like, are they dead? Is are they both dead? Did Steve, did Mark just go to basically Egyptian heaven? Like, what the fuck is happening? There's so many questions this episode ended on. Like, I I fucking love the show. And there's only one episode left to one. answer these questions. One. It's like what? I wondered if it would be a longer episode just to make sure it fits it all in, but I hope so. Knows? Like I mean, as long as as long as the story is told and questions are answered, you know, at least in enough of them to give us a satisfying ending. And I don't doubt that we'll get that. Sorry, stifling a hiccup. Uh, I don't doubt that we'll get a satisfying ending because the episodes have been so satisfying and progressively more so each week. Yeah. It's like last week I thought was wonderful. This week's was amazing. And you didn't really get a lot of action, but you got a lot of growth and development and insight into their lives, their minds into the mind of Mark and Steven. And it was just, wow. The, Incredibly the thing, well done. Oh, God, absolutely. The, the thing that throws me for a loop the most, though, is that Steven and Mark were obviously together on Terowitz's boat or ship or whatever, and they were going through memories. But there are moments in the show where suddenly... um. Uh, they are, they're back in an office with Dr. Harrow. Yeah. And there are moments that just seem completely disjointed. 
Yes. Yes. And it's it's very confusing. And I know that it's confusing intentionally. I know that they're trying to throw us for a loop. They're trying to get us off our game because they want us to not know what the fuck is going to happen next. They they want to keep us guessing. I numerous times through this episode went, oh, this is what's going to happen next. And it fucking didn't. I have absolutely no idea where this is going to go at any given point. Um, I thought for sure that Jake was going to come through those doors, like or the third altar, whatever they're going to call him, um, or second altar. Uh, and when when he comes through those doors, the balance the, the scales are going to balance because Mark finally saw the third altar. I had a similar thought that that may happen. But I do think that these shifts, when they're suddenly finding themselves back in Harrow's office, I think it may have something to do with another altar. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't see how, though, they could bring one forth at this point. Uh, because yeah. they have so much they need to wrap up. Because this isn't a multi-season show. This is a one and done. Mm-hmm. So, as far as we know, as far as we know, they, they could do another season for Moon Knight. Yeah, th- th- they that's could. that's the thing. Like Moon Knight is likely gonna be part of that group that the Black Knight and uh, uh, Blade are a part of that we saw at the end of Eternals. Um, again, I haven't read a ton of Moon Knight, but Moon Moon Knight deals with supernatural stuff all the time. Uh I know that he's partied up with with uh, Blade and Morbius. Um, thank you, Sony, for ruining one of the coolest characters in comics. But whatever. Uh, also, Jared Leto, stop being in movies. It'd be great. Um, stop being on Earth. It'd be better. Jesus. Not that I disagree. Um, I think but, he's a waste uh, of space. I don't like him. Neither do I. My favorite thing that ever happened to Jared Leto was when he got fucked up in Fight Club. Oh, I was gonna—I thought you were gonna say the the scene in uh, American Psycho. That too. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like the show just fucking like I said, it keeps me guessing, it keeps me going. I don't know, like I'm so fucking excited for finale next week. Like I cannot wait. It's gonna be amazing. I know it is. They they if they don't nail the landing on this, that'll be the most fucking like amazing fucking run to the worst. Like, oh, that'd be awful. But I don't think that's gonna happen. So, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm just gonna give the, the episode an A plus straight up. Like, you know, I have to as well. I, it yeah. was that good. Uh, the the acting was incredible. Uh, you know, the cinematography was fucking excellent. The different perspectives and points of views, uh, the the shifts in character uh, for, for Oscar Isaac when he moves from one character to another. It's just incredible to watch and to see that the way he does it. And yeah, the story has got me on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, what is going on? 
Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the finale as well. But yeah, I have to give this an A plus too. Have we ever done that before? Give A pluses to both things that we watched? I don't think so. We might have, but again, it's been. When did we start this podcast? 2016? 2017? 17. October of 2017. So normally your 200th episode would be right at four years, but we were bi-weekly for the first year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we actually, the first three episodes, I believe, we had actually done through, like we didn't have a website. We didn't have our, like our, our, our stuff was all through Mission Start. Uh, first, for, the first six episodes. Because I remember the first three we recorded through Anthony, and then we figured out that we could do that through you. So then... That was the first episode that we ever reviewed Dark Under. Dark, yeah. wor- Dark and Wormwood. Yeah. Fucking and long I think, time ago. And I think that movie Bright. I felt like that was a little bit later, but... Fun fact about Bright, uh, Netflix straight up canceled the sequel. Yep. I saw that. Which I am okay with, because that movie was not good. I would have enjoyed a series in that world. Just didn't need Will Smith. I didn't like his character in that movie. I mean, there was a lot about that movie I didn't enjoy, but that's besides No, no, there were things about the movie I didn't enjoy, but I thought the world itself was really fascinating. Yeah, like the premise was, uh, oh, oh, pardon me. Purpose was really good, but the, the the execution was just it fell flat on his face. So yeah, the uh, the fact that we've been doing this podcast since 2017, uh, you know, and like you and I still love doing this podcast. It's 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 something that I think we both look forward to every week. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, it speaks volumes to you and I as a power couple. I know, never call it that again. Never, never, <laughs> never again. Oh, yeah. do you have that? Do you have that birthday gift I got for you, Handy? Not Handy. It's across the room. But oh, is it still in the package, or did you take it out? It's still in the package. I'll take it out later when I have time to fuck with it and put it on the shelf. I also want to take everything off that shelf and clean everything too. So, yeah, there project. you go. Well, like I said, get you one of these. Uh, this is the one I use to clean my figures and shelves with. Uh, it costs like two bucks. It's a crown brush. And, I mean, you can see how filthy it is. Well, that Halo. That was, Halo that was what? <laughs> that Halo one, I'm going to take outside and hit it with a can of air before I actually go detailed with it. Can of air. Need it's to run like that thing through a fucking car wash. <laughs> I just want to get the extra stuff off the top of it. Uh, yeah, I'm really bad at taking care of my shit. Like the, everything's dusty in my room. I need to. I, I, the only thing I take care of on a regular basis is my systems, my video game systems. On my shelves back here, I dust them once a year. Once a year. Okay, once a that's. Year. And June makes a year. And they're not horrible, but they're black. 
So it shows up around the bottoms of the feet and stuff. Yeah. But I generally don't spend a ton of time in this room. And the door stays closed off a lot. So it doesn't get horribly dusty in here. I was going to say, I'm in my room a lot. So that makes sense. Well, I have been, you know, for the past week because, you know, getting the cats, kitten acclimated to the other cat, you know, is a slow going process. And he's still sleeping in that basket. He likes to take a long afternoon nap. Well, he is a growing kitten, so. Yeah, he is. He's adorable, though. Kittens always go there. They're always 100 or zero. Never, there's no in between. At least from my experience. Pretty I mean, much. Um, pretty much. But yeah, yeah. I was. So many things have changed since we started doing this. I, I moved. Uh, yeah. Two years ago, uh, this Friday. Two years ago is the day this comes out is when we moved. Uh, Damn. Doesn't feel that long. Jesus. Yeah. Well, because I remember one of the, the big reasons that you wanted to get out of that, that other house was, uh, was it your neighbors? Was there was, a, there was a big reason. I'm drawing a blank, though. The landlord was a dick. He wouldn't fix anything. He was an asshole. He was a dick. Uh, he was a fuckhead. Something tells me he just wasn't a good person. I don't know what it no, is. But. No, no, I didn't care for him. He didn't care for me. And I hate landlords. Yeah, I do too. Um, but, you know, we had fucking meth dealing neighbors that also lived next to us that burned their house down. And then he let them move into the other empty unit that was right next door directly next to us instead of two down from us. That's right. That's right. And the fucking, they would come over. Uh, I'd be, this is when I was still part of MPSP Theater. One night we were doing a show Friday night, 1030 at night. They come knocking on the door. Y'all got a HDMI cable we can borrow until we can go to Walmart? No, fuck you. Go to Walmart now. They're open 24 hours. Until we can go to Walmart. As opposed to what? Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Then they'd come over. Hey, we need a mouse and a keyboard. Somebody gave us a computer, but we don't have a mouse and a keyboard. Do you got a spare one? No. And it was to the point where I didn't like these people so much that I didn't care if we did have it, whatever they were asking for. The answer was automatically no. Sorry. No fuck off. Bye. No fuck off. But yeah, well, we 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 came and uh, you know I, I got I got a uh, got us in down here. Uh, they interviewed us and did a background check. We came back clean. They moved us in, gave us an apartment in two weeks. So that's that all, was that's, great. That's, yeah, it was, that's good. I remember when when we started this podcast, it was uh, it was after my second trip to North Carolina, yeah, with, uh, half empty, and um, it was because we I would stream Jackbox all the time, and and I always had the uh, the Discord chat up so that way I could have some people in there talking, 
And it was always you and Valer and uh, what's his Ryan name? was in there a lot. Ryan, yeah, Ryan. We always had a lot of people in there, but it was it was usually you three. But there was a lot of times where it was just you. It was just you and I. And while we're playing Quiplash or something, you and I would have conversations about movies or TV shows that we watched. And I was just like, I can have a conversation with them. And it's it's good. It's a good conversation, even if we disagree. That's when I, I think I, I proposed to you about doing that. Yeah. And I knew I was going to do it through Anthony. Um, and... Uh, he was very facilitating of it until he had to go out of town one week. It was, it was one, Christmas. One it was Christmas. It was... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because you 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 found out that you could basically record it on your end. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the... My PC wasn't good enough at the time to do video like we're doing now. But we could do audio. And I learned how to mix audio and make it sound great. With yeah. the advent of StreamYard in the past two years, I don't have to do that anymore because it sounds great on its own. Yes, yeah, you found StreamYard what three years ago, and it's been a it's been a boon two, to us since then. Two, I think. Two, maybe a little bit longer, but yeah, I've been using it for a while. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been fantastic. What was funny is we did we did audio only podcasts for the longest time. We the the the, the YouTube channel went you know silent for a, almost a couple of years. It streaming. did it did because what happened was I would make a YouTube video, and it wouldn't be video of us so much except in the very beginning, or no, it wasn't even video of us. It was I would make slideshows based on whatever we were talking about. And that yeah, would take that's right. so long to do because our episodes would be an hour, hour and a half, two hours long, depending on what we were talking about. And it would take so long to go through and grab screen captures of certain things and put them in and then add text to that, you know, for or little video snippets and this and that, and it would take a long time to edit the show. But when, 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 <coughs> pardon me, when I lost my leg, we fell behind on doing that because I was barely able to actually record. I couldn't handle sitting in the chair for the hours that it required for me to do the editing of a yeah. video so we just neglected it and it fell by the wayside and i mean most of our listen most of our downloads come from listens anyway youtube's just a side thing um, right yeah i, I always mean, wanted to i always wanted to utilize youtube as more of a clip generator if something we talked about or said or had a funny moment i wanted that taken out and put on the youtube channel so it could be shareable that was the entire intent of youtube from the beginning yeah um, yeah uh, more or less the entire time, and we just never got around to it. Like we both have other things we're doing. I mean, and at the time we were trying to watch two whole seasons in two weeks. Like, 
which is a lot. It's I mean, too- yeah, I've got more free time, but it's still a lot of content to try to watch and talk about. And then we were trying to talk about an entire season in a half an hour. It's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. it was it's hard to do. Um, I, I think the going to the week to week format like we have is a lot easier because we can devote 15 minutes to an episode, 15 minutes to another episode. I think that's and another. I think interesting... it's succinct enough. Yeah. And so that, that's another interesting aspect about this podcast is that we started this entirely with the concept of it being Netflix. I don't think we reviewed anything on a different streaming service until like years down the road. Like we didn't, we, we, I don't think we still reviewed anything on laser Hulu. team too. What was that on? Was that on? That was on YouTube, YouTube red when yeah. it was YouTube red, but so much has changed. So much has changed in the time that we've done this podcast. We review things on you on, on Netflix very rarely. Now the last thing we did was that Ryan Reynolds movie. And now that Netflix. Was, that was what two months ago or better. Yeah. Um, I know that I watched the Cuphead show and uh, a couple other things, and there's still things I enjoy on Netflix. Like I really want to watch season two of uh, the red-haired girl that that keeps it stuck in Russian doll. Russian doll. Thank you. I still want to watch season two of that. Um. But uh, we're not going to review it on the podcast because it's so much nicer only having to watch two episodes of a show. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. When Stranger Things drops, we'll review that. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, big but we might make. will definitely. I was going to say, we might just like make that the only thing we review though because it's you know we're we've gotten used to that that format and i don't i mean maybe we can go back to it but i don't want to no no i I, yeah this is much easier more relaxed less stressful a lot less less cramming i mean but that's also another thing about doing a podcast like you know maya and i have been doing it for so long and we've nailed down a rhythm like, you know, if you go back and listen to some of our first episodes, they're rough. Yeah, they're really rough. And uh, we've gotten so much better at knowing what we need to do and how we need to do this podcast. And we're still not perfect, not by a long shot. It was this year that I finally wrote down the script for the outro. <laughs> so. I think it was another two months before we started reading it. No, it wasn't that long. I just, I just never fucking thought to write it down, and I don't know. It's funny, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it's just, it's just crazy to think like two hundred episodes. Most and, shows don't and make it this long. Two hundred episodes and four April Fool specials. Yeah, it's honestly like one of my favorite things to do with you is is create our new April Fool's joke. Because I think I always come up with a generic idea, and then you expand upon uh, upon it, expand expand upon it. Expound. Is it expound? Yeah. 
What word am I thinking of then? Hold on. Expond is a word. Expond sounds like something dried up. No. The word I needed to use was, was expound for sure, but I just, for some reason was thinking a different word. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, you always expand upon the the idea. Like this year, I was like, I've listened to a couple of true crime podcasts, and Joe Rogan was in the news. So I was like, what if we like we could do Rogan or uh, true crime? And you were like, hold on, let's combine them. And then it's just like it rolled together into what we what we made. Which if you haven't watched, you're missing out. Quite funny, especially with Dakota joining us, uh, and he's joined us on a couple of couple of times now that were a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think of what like something else to say about the past, like because I remember like my life was. I've gone through his like ups and downs. Like when we started the podcast, I was working at um, the school district as a lunch assistant. Yep. And then at some point I started working for the, for that gas station and you can hear those episodes. I am not a happy person. No, you weren't. It's hey, that was a fucking awful job. Having worked in a gas station slash convenience store, it was one of the worst jobs I ever had. That's so uh, it was horrible. Uh, the customers, I mean, yeah, that's how I met Misty. Uh, she stalked me for like a year. <laughs> no, she did. She'll tell you. She flat out every day that she worked. She worked right across the street from that place. If she saw me in there, she would make it a point to come in after she got off work or on her lunch break or whatever and just buy a 20-ounce Coke and a newspaper just so she could see me and talk to me. Oh, Jesus. I had no idea. No (laughs) idea. Usually the ones that are, uh, I guess you could say, being sought after are usually the oblivious ones. But, you know. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah, the, the gas station that I worked I at was bad. Her, just I buy her tacos and touch her butt and keep her happy. There you go. Tacos and butt touching. For anybody out there worrying about uh, worrying about the relationship, that's how you that's how you keep it. That's how you keep it fresh. Uh but yeah, I remember like at, right after doing like finishing up being there i started doing uh you know doordash with my dad and uh still doing doordash without him so but uh yeah i don't know like i guess not that much has changed in my life i'm a lot more responsible now like i have to be because i'm taking care of my folks yeah yeah you are i mean you got your driver's license now yeah, I got that last year, which is that's such a long story. I don't know if I ever told I think I told that story on the podcast before. A couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, 
when you go through a lot in regards to not getting your license and you're trying to figure out what you need to do next and nothing's quite working, that's, that's what takes so long to just get a, something simple done, like get your license. So I don't know how else to put it. What's really funny is that, uh, uh, because I've been door dashing since September on my own, um, I now officially get angry at other drivers. It didn't, it took a while. It took a while to get there, but. Oh yeah. I get angry at other drivers all the time and I've not driven in four years. <laughs> I still remember when you went into the hospital with your leg. Cause I was, I was super worried about you that entire time. Nobody knew what was up because they didn't know if I was going to make it through the weekend. That's why I didn't tell anybody anything. Um, cause I was, I was on death's door. Yeah. I was in septic shock. I had flesh eating bacteria disease. I had a staph infection and I was gray. My skin, my skin tone was gray when I got into the emergency room that afternoon. And they looked at my foot and they said, um, we're going to have to amputate. I was like, okay, I can handle losing a toe. And they said, no, you're going to be losing a big chunk of leg. They did an MRI and they said, yeah, you're going to lose about 15 inches of, of leg. And I was like, oh, and it was like, what happens if I don't? You're going to die. I was like, get soft. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah, it was just like, okay, let's do it. And, uh, you know, my life's been very different ever since. But I don't see it as a bad thing. A lot of great things have happened to me. I was going to say, uh, like, literally who you are now is sort of because of that. Well, who I am now is because of a culmination of things. But, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I just remember you telling us on the uh, on the episode when we talked about your transition that I remember you saying uh, something along the lines of of uh, you know being on death's door made you realize that essentially hiding and not being who you want to be, who you are, uh, was not how you want to live the rest of your life. So, absolutely, that was a big part of it. Uh, but of course, your recovery took time away from that. Um, yeah. Because recovery did take a while. But yeah, I, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with where I'm at. You know, I'm content. I don't have anything to complain about except maybe you know losing losing out on playing D and D that sucked. We'll get back to um, it. We're just trying to figure out a few details on that, but I definitely want to get back to it. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been playing. I've been listening to a lot of Critical Role, and I know that you, being a DM, is not Matt Mercer. Uh, I think that's really funny. A lot of people talk about that. How a bunch of people got into D and D because of um, uh, Vox Machina, and then they find a DM that's willing to work with them and the DM doesn't do what Matt Mercer does. And it's like, what'd you fucking expect? They're not the same goddamn person. Don't expect your DM to be Matt Mercer. Yeah. I don't even know how he does, you know, what his style is. I'll check it out. More, more theatrical, more like he does his own sound effects. He, uh, the way that like, you know how, when we did D and D and like something would happen and we would have to kind of work it out. And, uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. If, um, uh, every single little bit of d- detail was was measured out. Um, that's not how Matt does it. Like, it's it's super fucking methodical. Is how he does it. Yeah, I can't do that. He also does not that I can't. Pieces. Not that I can't do it. It's just I don't feel the need to go into that much detail. Right. I was going to say like that, that was my big thing was like, you are doing this for a group of friends. We're not, it's not live. We're not doing it for an audience. So why would you need to be that extra? He literally has 40,000 people watching live and then a, a quite a few thousand watching throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be that extra, but um. It's definitely fun to watch or listen to, I should say. Like, I really enjoy oh. listening to them. So, but yeah, um, but we'll get back to it. Yeah, I definitely want to. I just sucks that it went the way that it did. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it was fun. For the most part. I already have a character lined up, by the way. Awesome. He's a halfling cleric. Very cool. I just need to get a few details out like uh, his god. I don't have that as god yet. so That's going to be fun. Once I... I'm going to start reading about a bunch of gods and then figure out like which fits my character. I sent you that video of the uh, <laughs> the the person coming up with a cleric character that was basically the American health system. American healthcare system, yes. Oh, that's it's so like, funny. I'll heal you, but you got to give me this many gold. Yeah. What? Oh, that's so funny. <sighs> well, you know, we didn't know how this conversation was going to go beforehand. No. Um, I mean, the biggest change in my life in the past two years is me coming out. But, but uh, yeah, we've talked about that on here at length before. Right, exactly. Because I'm trying to think of the things we haven't talked about. Because that's actually one of the big things I love about doing this podcast is we spend a solid 20 minutes just kind of going through our week every episode. And we didn't do that this episode. We did not. No, no, no. Because the stuff we that just I'm... jumped straight into the stuff. Yeah. 
I didn't go over it this week because it's it's stuff that I don't want to talk about on the podcast, but uh yeah, things things are rough over here. I'll just say that. And I got a kitten and I showed it. Yeah. You got the little little uh, I keep wanting to say Bartholomew, but it's um Barbados. Barbatos. Barbatos? Yes, Barbatos. Like are we talking about the same thing, like the pirate? No, that's you're thinking Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh yeah, I thought it was pronounced Barbados. No. Well, what did you name him after? I will show you. You say the word Barbados. Barbados is a country. Barbados. Oh, that's a that's a that's a dish. Barbados. It's the same thing, yeah. Holy shit, it's like why is it glitching like that? I don't know. What a weird. They pronounce it Barbatos? Well. Anyway. Mm. There we go. That's Barbatos. The middle guy? The, the middle Gundam. It's my favorite Gundam. Very As I said, bestial, feral type of Gundam. Uh, and this kitten is a little demon. Barbatos is actually one of the 72 demons in the Ars Goetia. That's where its name is derived from. So he's a little well, yeah, demon I'm looking I'm looking at the, the actual like mythology. Yeah. That I'm sure that the name of that Gundam was taken from. Yep. But nothing is showing the pronunciation, which is killing me because I said both pronunciations and both were both popped up. So you really need to start watching Iron Blooded Orphans. Watch yeah, a couple a lot episodes of really that. I was trying to find something to watch with my folks because they're not going to watch anime. Um, but uh, your dad might enjoy Iron Blooded Orphans. He might, but as both of them, I was trying to watch it with. But uh, we started yeah. watching a show on uh, Apple Apple TV called uh, Severance. It's really fascinating. Like the general premise is, uh, the main character works for a company. Um, uh, and to agree to do with the job that he's doing. He has to go through a procedure that separates his his mind into two beings, essentially. There's the work mind and the outside of work. But the, the, the thing that comes from that is there's no crossover. So his outside of work brain has no idea what he did at work and vice versa. That's awful. Oh, it's an interesting fucking show, though. So interesting. It's what employers wish they could have. There's something like, oh, I can't, I just, I, I want to watch more of it because it's so fascinating, but 
I gotta wait to watch it with them. <laughs> um. Well, why don't we go ahead and wrap it up? Uh, I can't really think of any other topics to talk about. We didn't plan this out like Maya said earlier. So, this is what you get for your two hundredth. Well, I think the payoff was at the top of the show anyway. That's true. That's very true. Hope everyone enjoyed that because it sucks. It's still take like another bite. It's still hot. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Oh come on. Nope. It's in the trash and it'll remain there. There's two reasons I don't want to take another bite. A, I know I'm going to throw it back up, and B, it's too fucking spicy, and I'd like to take a nap after we're done recording. Oh well. Okay. So. But uh, there is a food challenge I would like to do in the future for the show. Um, but we'll figure out the details on that details on that later. So, but it should be interesting. Make that like a side thing that we put on the YouTube channel. I don't know. We'll see. It's basically another chip that's supposed to be the hottest chip in the world. So that's what it is. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, more of a potato chip, not a corn chip. Well, guys, uh, next week. We're going to be talking about episode six of Halo. We're both very excited to see where the show's going because I'd like, oh, love it. Um, and the Moon Knight finale, which again, just like Halo, like where the fuck are we going? What's really interesting, by the way, is we record this on Wednesdays. And so uh, at midnight tonight, I'll be watching Halo with my dad, episode six. So I'm excited about just tonight. It's going to be great. But, uh, but yeah, join us for that. That's going to be a good one. Um, make sure you follow us on all the socials listed below. We'll keep you updated if we add anything to the show. I doubt we're going to, though. Um, uh, I will talk about it later. Because uh, I, I, I didn't know if we were going to try to see and, and review uh, um, Dark Strange. I mean, like we're we going to see it, but I don't know if we'll review it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep you guys up. Well, that's how we'll let you know if we're going to review it uh, is via the, the social medias. Uh, check out our Teespring store where you can get some merch like a t-shirt, pint glass, a coffee mug, or just a sticker. Uh, all the proceeds that come from that go right into the podcast for paying for things um, that we need to keep the show running. Uh, go check out the live broadcast of this podcast. That's where you're going to see the video that I made and also me fucking yakking up oysters. Uh, but that's on the YouTube channel. Uh, All queued up podcast is the name of the channel. So go check that out. Um, and if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, head on over to the Nirvana Network. Uh, plenty of great shows with awesome people. Uh, the link is also below on that. Uh, that's it for my notes. Maya, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my name. It's a public profile. It also has my Twitter and Instagram handles linked to it. So if you want to follow me on either of those, uh, you can do so all from the Facebook page. As for other shows you can catch me on, I appear on the show Figure Bangin', which is on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. There's every other Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, be a new show next week, not this week. Next week is Figure Bangin' Week, so... Go and check those out. It's like a live action figure review show. It's a lot of fun. And that's everywhere where you can find me. What about you, Greg? Uh, you can find me as Chubrock Geek on all social social media accounts. 
Uh, pretty simple, pretty easy. You can also check out me and my buddy Anthony talking about video games on um, the Mission Start podcast page or Mission Start Tubes on YouTube. We haven't uploaded thing in a hot minute, and I've been meaning to get with him about that, but I'd love to – like the last thing we talked about was the uh, video game awards. So that's a little dated, but, you know, we both have very busy lives now, so that's that, that's the thing. Uh, but that's, uh, oh, you can also check out my solo reviews on our YouTube channel, which I haven't done in a minute, which I need to get to, but again, life gets in the way. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>